So guys, welcome back to the Trumpsonian era. And today we're going to be talking about the cancel culture. Cancel culture. Um, I highly recommend Ben Shapiro, as some of you might know. Um, I think he's a great political commentary. And I base a lot of my political commentary off of him. And so, uh, and he just did this deal with, uh, uh, for me, forgive me if I pronounce her name wrong, uh, Gina Carano, is that, is that what it is? Uh, but the actor from Lucasfilm who was fired, uh, who was acting in the Mandalorian TV series on Disney+, Plus, uh, who was fired because of, I guess, some Instagram and Twitter, uh, uh, social media posts that she had about uh, President Trump and about her conservative views. And, uh, I mean, guys, I can't express enough how much of a problem uh, this is becoming. And I pray for people like Gina Carano, people who are being canceled by uh, the quote-unquote cancel culture, people who are being uh, slammed and put down and fired just because of their views. I pray for these people uh, that they won't cave in. Because the minute that they cave in, the minute that they let the left Marxists win, uh, the minute they let that happen, um, it's going to show that it's okay to, to cancel people because of their political views, their religious views, uh, because of a differing opinion. And America was founded on the belief that all, all opinions matter. That's why we have elections. That's why we have elections. It's because all opinions matter. That's why it's in the Constitution. Uh, that's why we're not a communist uh, government. That's why we're not a Marxist government. Uh, though many today, unfortunately, would prefer that to our beautiful democracy. Um, and I would say uh, we are really facing an attack on democracy in today's world. And that being because of uh, the people that we have in office. Um, namely, President Joe Biden and... Vice President Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi and and I could just go on and the list goes on and uh, Warnock and and uh, I would say even the Republicans we have many Republicans who don't stand for the values that the Republican Party is supposed to stand for and uh, we have Mitt Romney uh, we have Mitch McConnell we have so many uh, uh, what I would call fake Republicans, who it's the whole reason that I would not consider myself a Republican. I consider myself conservative, uh, but I would not consider myself a Republican because they how misrepresent how misrepresented the Republican Party has been uh, in within the past year with the election. I'm I'm baffled by uh, who has been put in office, who are supposed to represent the conservative voice of the people. Who have been put in office and have so, uh, who have done such a bad job representing the voice of conservative America. That doesn't go to say though I am far more disappointed in the people that have been elected to represent the liberal voice. Um, obviously, I not obviously, but I, I would say I am I'm pretty good at understanding other people's views. But one thing I don't understand is the left's the the left's uh view well, not necessarily their views, but their claims about themselves that they're supposed to be the tolerant party. Well, uh, 
they're not <laughs> if anybody uh knows anything about and knows anybody who's uh a leftist uh which i know many uh they're not the tolerant party in fact they're quite opposite uh they're they're the less tolerant party and we just see this divide more and more every day in america between the right and the left and i always i pray every single night for america that this divide wouldn't ha that this divide would go away because this this isn't what America is supposed to be. We're not supposed to be divided like this. We're supposed to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Um, of course, that's from what the Pledge of Allegiance, which I don't support. But I I say that statement is true. We're not supposed to be a divided nation. Uh, that doesn't mean that our opinions shouldn't differ. In fact, uh, differing opinions is very healthy for democracy. I believe. But I would say differing opinions within democracy. I would say that what we are seeing here, the Marxist, leftist, liberal, uh, democratic party that we have seen grown today, uh, I believe it is very unhealthy for America and for society in general. And uh, being for many reasons. One, uh, what they support. First of all, uh, the support of communist and communist and Marxist uh, organizations such as uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, we see it in the news, we see it in the media, we see it in professional sports. Uh, we see people, athletes like uh, LeBron James uh, being put up on a pedestal as some big uh, voice in society when in fact um, they're not. Uh, LeBron James' job is a, a professional basketball player. He's not a politician. He's uh, not an activist by any means. And uh, he, for sure, should not be seen as a voice for the Democratic Party for many reasons. One, his support of the defund defunding of police. Two, his support of Black Lives Matter. And three, the mere fact that he's LeBron James. Okay. He's a professional athlete. His job doesn't revolve around anything to do with politics. He's lived in rural areas almost his entire life. He's grown up in public school. He has only seen the leftist side, and therefore he has been brainwashed to only know the leftist side. Not only that is that he enjoys it, just like all the other ones do. They enjoy uh, the, uh, you know, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Uh, maybe not Joe Biden. He's just, uh, um, he's... Uh, I don't really think he actually understands what he's doing. I think he's actually, he's like a, he's an old man. He's an old man. He's like a, that old guy who is always in the conversation, but doesn't really know what the conversation is about, is the way I see Joe Biden. Um, the only reason I see him as a threat is in his own ignorance of what he's doing. But you see people like Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi who love the division, and AOC who, oh, I'm not supposed to do that, sorry. That's, uh, uh, whatever, that's the sexist or whatever yeah i'm not my bad uh what's her name uh i forgot her name i only know her as aoc because that happens to be your twitter handle um i don't know if twitter's gonna have to do something about that because that's sexist isn't it um anyway nancy pelosi kamala harris they love the divide that has uh been wedged in america and they love it because it feeds it gives them power and one way they get power is they take advantage of minorities they're supposed to be the party of minorities. Barack Obama, when he started his campaign, his whole campaign was based around making a coalition 
of minorities, mainly consisting of uh, Democrats and African-American uh, citizens. And I could care less if we have a black president, if we have a white president. I don't care if we have a Latino president. As long as they're born in America, stand for values that I believe in, I will vote for them. I would not have voted for Barack Obama. I will, if he was able to run, I will not vote for Barack Obama for anything or anyone like Barack Obama. I would have and I will vote for President Donald Trump because he stands for values that I believe in. He's not perfect by any means, but no one ever was save Jesus Christ and no one ever will be. I don't expect and I don't expect a perfect politician in any in any state, in any uh, government. There never will be. There never was. But I will continue, or when I can, of course, but I will always vote for who I believe will stand for the truth of the Bible and the truth that this nation was founded on, that there is a God, and uh, I will vote for someone who believes in the Constitution and who stands for the Constitution and what it actually says. I will not vote for, nor would I have voted for, sitting President Joe Biden for multiple reasons. One, he doesn't stand for the Bible. I don't care if he says he's Catholic. He's not. Maybe he is Catholic. He just contradicts everything that his religion says. I don't know very much about Catholicism other than it's kind of like Christianity. He definitely doesn't stand for the Constitution. He doesn't even know what it says. You gotta understand the place where Joe Biden is right now. It's completely out of ignorance that he is doing what he's doing. He doesn't understand what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he for sure shouldn't be in office. He's incompetent. He's old. And no, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in office just because he's old. But I'm saying age has not done him well. He can't even talk. I couldn't carry on. I guarantee you, I couldn't carry on a conversation with him without losing him at least five times in a 10-minute span. He cannot talk straight, and this is who we have as president of the United States of America. He probably thinks he legitimately won. He probably thinks that there wasn't voter fraud. You know what? Many people don't, and you know why? Because the news feeds them lies. There was direct evidence, and nobody decided to investigate. We let this go. Here's the deal. Whether or not you believe there was voter fraud or not, at least half of the nation does. And I would say if at least half of the nation believes there's voter fraud, that is reason of, for concern. I don't believe half of the nation believes there's voter fraud off of a lie. Over half the nation. I don't believe that would happen. That doesn't make sense logically. So why was there no investigation? I'll tell you why. Is because the leftist Marxists, Democrats, and we've seen this over the years, have strategically, were, were planning for this moment from the day Trump took office. And they had people in places they needed them to be, people we didn't even think were in places they, we needed, they needed them to be. And it took a turn for the, for the worse. And this is where we are, a democracy that is broken because of a false leadership. Even if President Joe Biden has president in front of his name, He's not president because he wasn't voted president. That's the way constitutional works. I will continue to call him President Joe Biden because that is the proper term that is respectful. 
And as long as his laws adhere to the word of God, I will follow the laws that he makes. The taxes that he increases, the lives that he ruins. I'll be right here in America long because I still believe America is the greatest country to have ever existed and that it does exist currently. But is he the president of the United States? No. No, he won it falsely. It's like it's like President Trump said, you don't concede when there's theft involved. You don't. If it's a stolen election, it doesn't belong to him because it's not his. That's the definition of stealing. If I stole someone's car, is it my car? No, it doesn't belong to me. I stole it. And this is what we're seeing. And this is what people are okay with. I don't think people understand when it does happen, when the Marxists overtake. And I say when, because as of now, it looks inevitable. If they can get away with uh, stealing an election, Lord save us, because they can get away with a lot worse than that. I love uh, Phil Robertson. He posted something a few days ago on social media. He said, if they'll lie to you and they'll steal from you, they'll kill you. And they have. They lie to us. They lie to us every day. The media lies to us. The politicians lie to us. Kamala Harris lies to you. Joe Biden lies to you. Nancy Pelosi lies to you. Many more. The government lies to you. Our current presidential administration lies to us. The media lies to us. Everybody lies to us. LeBron James lies to us. They stole from us. They stole the 2020 election right out from under us, and nobody questioned it. They stole it. Well, people questioned it. They were just shut down. That sounds very familiar. Think communist Russia, Soviet Union. That's what they did. That's what Lenin did. He shut down those who opposed him. When they thought that his election was fake, he held an election because he truly believed that his communist utopia was a real thing. He had it in his mind. It's the same reason Hitler thought he was a messiah. He had it in his mind that a communist utopia, his communist utopia was really destined for greatness. And he said the only way for it to be set up is to have free and fair elections. They had an election. He lost. He shut it down because he couldn't handle it. And this is who is in office today. Someone who couldn't handle a loss and then stole the election from us. And they'll kill us. They will. They'll let Black Lives Matter riot and kill. But when we try and go to the White House and protest a stolen election, they shut it down. They ridicule us. They call it a, an attack on our democracy. Ladies and gentlemen, it was not an attack on our, our democracy. The attack on our democracy is happening right now. I was at a basketball tournament in Springfield, the end of the year tournament, and a man walked up to us and asked us to put our masks on. We, we had to wear masks in the building, and uh, we had our masks. I had my mask pulled down uh, to my chin, and he asked me to put it up. And he go, and he was being very nice about it, very kind. And he goes, I know I don't like it too. And I was like, he know, he asked me, he goes, can you please put your mask up above your nose? And I said, yes, yes, sir, I'm sorry. And he goes, no, it's fine. I understand. I don't like that either. Maybe when you guys, you know, you guys stay in school, you guys can figure out a cure for this stuff so we don't have to do this. And he walked away, you know, and I didn't think much of it. And a little bit later, about five minutes later, I thought to myself, there is a cure for this. Because the root problem of all of this, of the attacks on our democracy, of Joe Biden, of the Marxist leftist views, problems, ideas from the beginning of history since creation until now, there has been one root problem for all of the world, and it is sin. And I have a cure for that. And that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And I thought, 
It's crazy because nobody is thinking about this. The root of the problem is sin. It was present during World War One and Two. It was present during the Civil War. It was present during the Crusades. It was present. It was present during the creation of the world. Not during the creation of the world. It was present after man sinned. And I have a cure for that, and it's Jesus Christ. And that's what we need, because they're undermining religion. They're taking it out of schools so that they can brainwash the children to think against it, to think against religion, because religion has rules and rules against the Marxist views, and that holds back the Marxists. And then we have the organizations like Black Lives Matter, these Marxist organizations. And you hear people say, they're not Marxists, they're not Marxists. Well, they are. And uh, I can prove it to you right now, okay? What is the point of Black Lives Matter? Systematic racism exists in America. Is the point of Black Lives Matter? It doesn't. That's a whole nother talk. But that's the belief. That's it, that America from the foundation is systematically racism against minorities, specifically African Americans or black people. You know, they call themselves uh, the N word, which I will not say because let no corrupt communication proceed out of that mouth. Uh, I will not say, but they call themselves that. But then when someone else tries to call it, it's a problem. And when a black person, uh, namely Montrez Harrell, in the NBA playoffs, calls Luka Doncic a B-word, A-word, white boy, which, again, I won't say uh, the B-word, I won't say the A-word, which, if you don't know what that is, I just, dude, whatever. Um, that's not considered racist at all. But when a white person does it to a black person, racist. Again, a whole other conversation. But it's the idea that there are the oppressed and that they are the oppressors. There's the white privilege and there is... Uh, uh, the oppression of black minorities. What is that? That is the base idea of Marxism. Is that there is the uh, the bourgeois, and there are the oppressed, the oppressed and oppressors, the oppressors. That's the idea of Black Lives Matter. They're just covering it up so that it doesn't seem as evident, so that they can continue to trick their own people, their own citizens that can claim to be liberal or Democrat, so they're going to trick them into thinking it's a good cause when in fact it is not. America is not systematically racism, racist. It was never systematically racist. In fact, it's constitutionally against racism. All men are created equal with inalienable rights established by God. And they undermine that as well. They don't know the Constitution. They don't care about the Constitution. And they don't follow the Constitution. And they allow Black Lives Matter, they allow Antifa to destroy lives, to destroy homes, to kill people. If they'll lie from you, they'll steal from you. And if they're lying steal from you, they'll kill you. And they have. And they will continue to do so. When a young black teenager, which, forgive me uh, for forgetting her name, takes a knife and tries to shank some of her homies and gets shot by a white police officer, there are ri there's rioting. Schools are shut down. Businesses are closed. And you see videos of people on the streets holding up signs. No justice, no peace. That's what we're living in. That's what we're seeing. Burning buildings, looting, rioting. Schools are being shut down. Americans should, should feel safe in their city walking outside of their door and going to school without the fear of a riot starting windows being broken, and people dying. That should never be a fear. But that's what they want. They want to take away law and order. They want to defund the police. 
It's ingenious. And they're doing it to a perfection. It, it's, it's, it feels like there's a mere few who are fighting against this, such as myself. But there are millions in America. In fact, over half of America is against this. But they have the media. They have the presidency. They have the government. They have sports. They have everything they need. They have the outlook. They have the, 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 the anchors, the ways that they can feed this into people. And then you have uh, sites like The Blaze, and you have Glimbeck, and you have Rush Limbaugh, uh, rest in peace, and you have Ben Shapiro, and uh, people like me. And you don't hear them. Nobody hears them. It doesn't seem like anybody hears them because they're not being mainstreamed on the news because the media has been overtaken by these Marxist ideas. And that's where we have to start. We can't start from the bottom up. And you know what? I myself, I don't even have to worry about it because they have it coming for him. In the day of the rapture, hell is waiting for them. And they're going to have to answer to God. And what are they going to say then? In Revelation, they'll say to the mountains, to the hills, to the rocks, to the trees, fall on us and hide us lest the wrath of the Son of Man come upon us. That's not word for word, forgive me for misquoting. And they're not going to have words for it. And it's going to be over. And they're going to lose, because they lose in the end. I have no doubt that the world will get ex exceedingly worse. It has from the beginning. It will get exceedingly worse throughout my lifetime, to where I believe there will be a point in time where I will be arrested f just because of my beliefs. We are going downhill fast. And we need strong Christian men and women, strong conservative voices to step up and to stop the backsliding. We have to push back. And we've seen what happens when we push back with violence. And it's unfortunate that, that, that we're fighting violence. We're fighting Black Lives Matter. We're fighting uh, uh, the government. We're fighting the president. It's unfortunate we have to do that. But when we fight violence with more violence, it's just not going to work. And we see this throughout history. We see this with the French Revolution. We see this with every example. We see this with the Russian Revolution. We see everything. Uh, it, it's not, it doesn't work that way. It's unfortunate that we're going to have to fight this. But you know what? It's not really supposed to be easy. It's not promised to be easy by God. The Christian life isn't promised to be easy. Now, my message to all you Christians who claim to be Christians or claim to be Democrats, regardless. Anyway, the Christians who are uh, voting for Democrats, who claim to be Democrats, I'm going to ask you right now, what side of the war do you want to be on? If you are a Christian who believes in the word of God, I see no reason why you should be voting for people like Joe Biden, who stand for the killing of innocent blood, the greatest disease, the greatest problem i believe one of the greatest problems in society right now abortion and you're voting for people you're, you're standing with a party who stands for this i'm not saying the republican party is perfect i'm not saying all conservatives are perfect and i'm not saying all democrats are bad but if you're going to call yourself a democrat and you're going to vote for them you're standing for the shedding of innocent blood you're standing for uh, sodomy for gay pride an abomination unto the lord God wiped out an entire city with fire and brimstone from heaven, saved Lot and his family, saved Lot and his daughters, actually, because of this wicked, wicked sin that you're standing for, that you're voting for. 
if you're truly a Bible-believing Christian, I see no reason why you should be with it, with these people, why you should be standing next to them and saying yes, 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 yes to Joe Biden, to Kamala Harris, to Nancy Pelosi, to these incompetent, ignorant people whose whole job is, is to undermine Christianity and religion in society. And that it, there is no absolute truth and that you just have to find your own truth and uh, that, that uh, we, have to, we have to just be tolerant with everybody. But they're not tolerant because they shut down the conservative voices because it doesn't adhere to their ideas and views. It doesn't adhere to what they want it to adhere to. And if you're a Christian today, I pray that you will not choose to stand with these people because they will not stand in the, in the latter days. They will not stand to the second coming of Jesus Christ. They have hell coming for them. They have the lake of fire. Do you want an eternity there? Or do you want an eternity in a new heaven and new earth with Jesus Christ as the ruler? And it really, it just doesn't work. No man can serve two masters lest he hates the one and loves the other. Those are Jesus' words. And I'm not one to disobey the Savior of the world. So we need to stand for truth. Stand for truth when others aren't. And and we see these these views as they come and as they go. And uh, it's not like this is anything new. There's no new thing under the sun. We see these views as they come and as they go. And we just have to stand. We are strangers and pilgrims as in this world as Christians. And so is it important for us to understand government? Yes. Is it important to us to fight for politics, for good politicians, for uh, the way we need the country to be ran, the way God wants it to be ran. Yes, but God can change the hearts of kings and rulers. You know, uh, this isn't our goal. Our focus is on Jesus, and and we are to stay that way, to stay strangers and pilgrims in this world. And uh, that's the problem. That's that's what makes it exceedingly hard. Is because we are not of the world, and therefore the world will hate us. The world hated Jesus, and if the world doesn't hate us, we're probably not living like Jesus. So this is my encouragement and my warning to Joe Biden, to Kamala Harris, and Nancy Pelosi, to these people. Uh, as I wrap up, this is kind of disappointing. This is just my second episode of the Trumpsonian era. I was supposed, to, I was, I went, I went on vacation, which is why it didn't happen earlier. And I will be getting these out more and more. And uh, stay tuned, though. Tonight we have a, another episode on the Colby Wayne Show, so go check that out. And Friday starts the G-O-A-T-S-S Goats uh, ep episode, first episode, with uh, me, Colby, and Carter. And uh, so stay tuned for that. And go check that out on Spotify and Anchor. But here's my warning. Warning to those Marxists. Guys, you have... Uh, a problem and your problem is that uh, you will not stand in the latter days and my encouragement to christians is to fight the good fight and to conservatives to not give up to not not lose hope guys uh president trump is eligible to run in the next election and lord willing he does lord willing he's healthy too and lord willing he can win or at least we can have somebody similar to him uh come into office Thank you for listening, and as always, until next time.